Good morning, Contrarians! Friday morning, October 28th, about 6.30 a.m., and we had another sell-off in tech yesterday. This time, it was disappointing earnings from Meta that had the NASDAQ dropping by more than 1% on the day. For whatever reason, this did not hit other parts of the market, or maybe not yet. The Dow Industrials average rose for the fifth straight day and is now on track for gains of 3%. So there appears to be a little bit of rotation going on here. Out of tech, tech is Drek and into cyclical large cap companies. At least that's been the story of this week so far. We have a full day of trading ahead of us. And the bad news for tech kept coming after the close yesterday. We had Amazon missing earnings and providing a disappointing sales forecast. So as a result of this, we are now looking at risk off across the board. And it's not just in tech. NASDAQ futures are down 1%, but the S&P is right right there, just about down 7 tenths of 1%. Bond yields are rising again, which means bonds are selling. Yield on the two years up about five basis points, and the 10 years up about seven basis points to trade around 4%. Commodities are dropping a bit. WTI crude oil down 1%, and the ever-important copper is down 1.5%. Cryptos, we talked about this yesterday, how cryptos usually traded in lockstep with tech, but they they are now also selling off a bit. Bitcoin is down 2% to trade around 20,200. So I got some thoughts on tech I'll share with you in a minute, but first want to tell you about the economic data release for today that is the important one that is the PCE deflator. This is called the Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, which is published by the Bureau of Economic Analysis. It's out at 8.30. And this is basically the last, this not basically, it is the last inflation reading before the Fed meets next week to decide on interest rates. And the headline figure was 6.2% year over year last month which is still pretty elevated. And the economists expect the core figure, which excludes food and energy, to increase from where it was last month. It was at 4.9% last month, and they're expecting 5.2% year over year this month So in this reading. So those are all elevated prices. And one would think that would keep the Fed... Uh, keep pressure on the Fed to continue raising interest rates. But we'll have to see. That is out at 8.30, like I said. It's a big day of earnings again. Well, not as big as as the others this week. Friday is usually a light day for earnings, but we do have some, they're all before the open, that are worth mentioning. Exxon and Chevron oil majors, and then consumer staples, Colgate-Palmolive, and Newell Brands, formerly known as Newell Rubbermaid. Both of those are portfolio holdings of mine, by the way. I have been adding to them on the dip, and that actually has worked out okay. I was luckily, luckily appeared to time this correctly as I caught the bid that happened over the last couple of weeks. Pure luck. But over the long term, I, I like both companies. Um, that's just me. That's not investment advice. So tech, tech is Drek, again. And what to make of all this? Well, Amazon and Google earnings were probably the most disconcerting because both of them lowered their outlooks. Remember, it's not just about what they reported in the previous quarter. 
and how that compares to analyst estimates, but what they are saying about the outlook. And if Google and if Google is saying they're expecting an ad slowdown, that doesn't speak well for the whole B2B that part of the B2B sector. And Amazon, if they're talking about slowing um, or, or less growth for, for retail for their bottom line on the retail sales, that is a bad omen for consumer spending in the U.S. We've said for some time that U.S. consumers are basically holding up the global economy, propping up the global economy, I should say. And as long as Americans continue to buy stuff, especially stuff they don't need, then the global economy kind of remain continue to, to move along. So if Amazon thinks Americans are going to start buying less or if the growth is going to slow, especially during the holiday season, which is coming up, then one would figure that doesn't bode very well. When it comes to Meta slash Facebook, these appear to be company-specific issues. And who knew, but maybe having a tone-deaf sociopath at the head of your company with absolute control is not always a good thing. Maybe there's a lesson in there for somebody. I don't know who. Oh, wait. Yes, I do. Twitter. Although, unlike Meta, Twitter was never really loved by investors. Um, it hasn't really moved up all that much. And when it did, it was all due to these this uh, Elon takeover. But yeah, anyway, that's that's another story. But so if you look here at why the selling hasn't translated to other parts of the of the market, or at least not yet, then it could be a couple things. First of all, investors could be short-sighted. There could be that. Or maybe they do think that, that justifiably this is limited to tech. And there are reasons to believe this, that this, their lack of panic could be justified. First of all, none of this actually means consumers are actually pulling back on spending. We're just talking about slower growth, okay? So Amazon's online sales are still expected to grow on a year-over-year -year basis, just by less than previously anticipated. So, and, and that's due to a bunch of stuff, including the post-pandemic return of in-person shopping. This isn't 2020, and we aren't forced to order everything for delivery, right? We can go to the mall or to the grocery store or wherever, and you would figure that that is uh, hurting Amazon's business a little bit. Google ad spending, that could be more due to a secular slowdown when it comes to web-based search. A lot of the action is on social media nowadays, maybe not Facebook, but Instagram, TikTok, etc. So it would make sense that ad dollars are, are moving there rather than Google. And um, so, th yeah, that does, that does make some sense. So there could be a secular move here that is hurting Google. At least that appears to be the concern when it comes to what investors are worried about. The bottom line. So yeah, the tech may be Drek, but let's also not forget that outside of tech, earnings have been very solid. Yeah, some of them lower their expectations coming in, but the ever important outlook, the guidance that these companies are providing is in many ways upbeat. Caterpillar yesterday, which is a company tied to industrial production in China of all places, of course, elsewhere as well, they raised guidance yesterday when they reported yesterday morning. 
And this has been a consistent story this earnings season. So it, from that perspective, it makes sense that those parts of the market are moving higher. And lastly, let's bring in the Fed here. Uh, I mentioned the Fed meeting next week. And there is now some talk that has resurfaced again that this meeting could include pivot language. This comes from a report by uh, Charlie Gasparino, actually a tweet I linked you to. And you can you can look at that and it's it's a make of it what you will. Apparently BlackRock is telling this to people. And but it's not just them. In fact, we have going back to last week, if you'll recall, some speculation that the Fed might pivot. And this is some reports by the Wall Street Journal by Nick I can't remember pronounce his last name, but they're they're a Fed reporter who has been pretty much a mouthpiece of the Fed. So there's also the Fed hopes, now the pivot hopes. Now, this may be hopelessly naive, seeing how the Fed just can't really risk having inflation continue to run wild the way it has. That would undermine their credibility more than anything else. Yeah, there is a ton of political pressure on the Fed, and that is increasing. But for them to stop with rate hikes, they're going to need some data, some inflation data that is a little more benign. And a lot, actually a lot more benign. And the the PCE deflator today is unlikely to deliver that. Even if it does come in short of estimates, it's hard to see how that will get the Fed to declare victory over inflation. It's just one report. And again, it's it can't really move down all that much. Not after we saw what we saw from the CPI earlier in the week. So anyway, so that's a bunch of stuff for you there. And... With that, I, I'll I'll shut up because it's been almost ten minutes. But that is, is where that's the setup going into the, today. Uh, you feel like this could be an important day. Fridays sometimes are, and then we get the Fed next week. So that's where we are today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the podcast. I will actually make this one free, just because there's been so much ground that was covered, and because I haven't given out much free stuff lately. It's been a couple weeks, I think. And so, yeah, if you, if you enjoy this, please do consider becoming a premium subscriber. If you're still listening, that is. Uh, if not, then that's fine too. So with that, I leave you, but not before wishing you a healthy and happy weekend and look forward to speaking to you again next week. Bye.